Greetings, amigos and amigops. Here today, as every day that we record a pod, uh, I am Mike with your friend Kyle and my co-host Kyle. We're here today to talk about a top 10 list of something. I don't know what it is yet, but the best thing about today's top 10 list of something is it's brought to you by our dear friend and longtime off-screen friend. (laughs) One of the most hated characters <laughs> on our podcast's history. The top 10 heel. Yes, the top 10 heel, numbers 10 through 1. <laughs> Dylan, and it's also very special because we are here in northern, way northern Michigan. For, so far north. So far north in Michigan for Kyle's mom's wedding. So this is a very special occasion. We're very happy to be recording this one live. So I guess we're going to get into it. So, uh... Boys, Dylan, especially, what uh, what's the top ten list today? Well, first, uh, thanks for uh, having me on. The patch is back together. Yes, this is very patch. exciting. Finally, sorry to so much. No, it's yeah. all right. I- I'll take my lumps with your listeners. <laughs> and we'll move on. Um, so, actually, this uh, this top ten was was mentioned once before on one of your podcasts Ooh, in yeah. the past. Um, I think you, might, Kyle, might have made a comment that I would do something similar to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was actually on your uh, Guilty Pleasure Rap oh. podcast. So this, for a few other uh, different subset of your listeners, I would assume, is your top ten Guilty Pleasure angsty teen songs. Oh my god. <laughs> so much evanescence. Uh, oddly enough, there's no evanescence on this list. Well, this list is deficient. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to discuss it. Yeah. That's true. But let me, uh, I need to kind of define, because... As it's odd because as I was going through, maybe it's not odd. As I was going through all the angsty songs that are out there, I realized two things: one, there's a lot of angsty <laughs> songs, and two, I've listened to about eighty percent of them. It's and three, all, I've got a lot of problems. That too, <laughs> feeling very I, angsty. I'm angsty. <laughs> so actually, angsty. For those of you who don't know <laughs> what the term means, um, this is from the Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah. I had that definition too, but I like this other one better. Um, it's a German word. It means it's basically what a lot of teenagers tend to be at times. Generally, it involves the feeling of not being understood by anyone and that the person is alone in the world. When, when in reality, about a million other people are feeling the exact same thing. So that's wow. from your friends at Urban Dictionary. Thank you, Urban Dictionary. That makes me feel better than the actual definition of angsty, yeah. probably. It also feels very <laughs> fitting because we are at a wedding. Uh, most weddings include somebody saying, Webster's Dictionary defines blah, blah, blah as blah, blah, blah. So this is beautiful. Thank you, Dylan. Yeah, of course. Thank Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Michael Scott. The dictionary defines <laughs> wedding as the fusing of two hot metals. <laughs> That actually might be my favorite line from The Office of all time. He just keeps such a straight face. Phyllis and Bob are dying. (laughs) Well, anyway, also, it kind of lends itself to our sort of angsty teen phase. So a lot of these songs are from the 2000s. Maybe one or two are from the late 90s. Um, So I'm sure there are other angsty songs out there, but... um, I don't know them, so yeah. this is what we're going with. We put like a soft restriction that it would be generally early 2000s. We've done something like that before. Yeah. And I've also got, similar to what you do with the rap, a quote from each of the songs yes. that says, just shows how angsty it really is. Some of these can get pretty uh, pretty dark, but uh, we're going to go with it. Let's do it's, that. It's angsty. So, well, without further ado, we're all not right <laughs> in. <laughs> Number 10. It was a surprise to me. I didn't think this was going to make the list, but uh, I have In Too Deep by Sum 41. 
great tune. Caroline and I just <laughs> listened to this the other day. Where is this song called? What's the most famous Cheaper by the song? Dozen. Cheaper by the Dozen. I didn't know it was. Yes. I didn't realize it. Caroline and I listened to this and I was like, Caroline, come on. I don't know why. We were just like listening through songs like this. I was like, where is this from? She took like five minutes and she shouted, Cheaper by the Dozen. It's the scene when Steve Martin is like failing as a dad and the kids are going crazy and <laughs> FedEx is getting picked on at school. It's a pretty angsty moment for Steve yeah, Martin. Yeah, it is. Wow, you're right. Wow. Well, because, yeah, because the um, FedEx is like, I remember the scene where he's like walking to school and getting picked yeah. up, and it's like this kid's in too deep. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> he's just, what is? I don't even know the line. Something about keeping your head a, a, instead of going under. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, lucky enough. Oh, <laughs> Dylan does know the line. The quote is just right from the chorus, and it goes, "Cause I'm in too deep, and I'm trying to keep up above in my head instead of going under." Up above in my I never yeah. knew what that yeah. part of my I was. I thought it was like up a buzz in my head, like, no, I'm gonna keep something going on in my head. I thought it was like something about a bug in my head. <laughs> I don't think I ever established in my head what I thought they were. I just said, yeah. Up above in my head. I like one of those songs you're singing at a yeah. bar. It's just like you just mesh all the words together. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, a bit of a surprise. Um, but yeah, that comes in at number 10. I like that one. I like that one because it represents sort of a, an era of music where it was extremely angsty, but it didn't sound extremely angsty. That's a fun, good song, but it's it's a bummer. Yeah. Right. Despite it sounding pretty upbeat. Yeah. Like, just from the... Yeah. That's a, that's a, I feel like that's a theme that we might develop on this list, because there's a lot of those. There are a lot of those. This is one of maybe two that are on this list okay. that are like that, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll keep on going. Okay. Number nine. This one might be the least known song on this list, but I'm sure people still know it. It's um, Everything is Alright by Motion City Soundtrack. I'm not sure if... I do know that song. You do. That's a good song. It is. It is. I'll just give you the quote um, on this one. It's, uh, give me a reason to end this discussion, to break with tradition, to fall and divide. And then he goes on to list a bunch of things that he hates, um, including the ocean, theme parks... (laughs) airplanes, talking with strangers, and waiting in line. Wow. Which I hate maybe half of those things. So You definitely hate waiting in line. Yes. Online, actually. Online. That's yeah. true. Waiting online. Mm-hmm. Is the worst. I also hate waiting online. I've gotten very used to the lightning fast speeds of today's internet provision. In the old days would be terrible. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> so... I don't actually know the song. Is there? Can you provide like a snippet of the chorus or something to... to me in it's basically it's everything the song's name is everything is all right is it everything is all right tell me that you're all right yeah and they just kind of repeat that back and forth so he's just kind of pretending that everything is fine around him but it's really not and he's kind of like in his own head hence the angst hence the angst yes it's actually a you would really like this song (laughs) (laughs) you should listen to it what are you doing kyle okay I feel good, but the thing, is, like, <laughs> the thing about angsty teen music, though, is like you said, like, it doesn't really, I don't need to be in an angsty mood to really enjoy it. Yeah, that's true. Very true. That's true. Yeah, I, it's it's amazing how many of these songs I still really enjoy to listen to today yeah. um, as I go through. Um, also, I, I forgot to mention at the start, there are a lot of bands with a lot of angsty songs out there. I kind of divided it. Each each band only has one song. The angstiest of the their songs. The angstiest of their songs. So, so I'm sure there are more angsty songs than these, guideline. but I only used one. So maybe when we talk about ranking later, like let's say your peak angst 
as a band was just like crazy angsty. Yeah. But that was like maybe one of your only angsty songs. Mm. Then you got another band that maybe never reached that peak level of angst, but have a lot of angsty songs when you're maybe not as good of a band. I'm thinking of one in particular. <laughs> maybe you're higher on this list for having the majority of the body of your work be super yeah. pretty angsty. <laughs> I think that's Maybe. fair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We could uh, we could discuss. Yeah, that it's sort of as an underlying. And if you could think of a better angsty song from the band, like I can think of one band that I could have made ten songs out of. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> one band I'm thinking of that I think has, <laughs> for me, is probably the number one song. I'll be interested to hear where it ranks. Okay, you might even pick another representative because they've got so many good angsty songs. I'm sure they're on this list somewhere. Uh, they are. <laughs> All right, number eight. Brought to our fr- brought to us by our friends at Panic at the Disco. <laughs> <laughs> I write sins, not tragedies. Yeah. Now, Panic at the Disco, uh, they have they have a lot of angsty songs out there. This is probably their best known yeah. song, and the quote <laughs> is uh, right from the start. It's oh, well imagine as I'm pacing the pews in a church corridor, and I can't put help I can't help but to hear. No, I can't help but to hear an exchange of words. I got a lot of questions for this guy. Yeah. Why is he pacing <laughs> in a church? And why? Also, I, well, later on in the song, why is there a waiter talking to a bridesmaid before this thing in the church? The what bridesmaid you... was a whore, right? Yes. Yeah. Poor groom's, my, groom's bride. Yes. Groom's, the groom's bride. bride. Was a... What a beautiful wedding, though. Yes, uh, it was what beautiful. beautiful yeah. wedding. <laughs> Has either, have either of you seen the music video? Uh... I just he's in like a top wants. hat, isn't he? Yes, yeah. yes. There's a top hat. I feel like she looks like like a, a a ghostly bride. Like it's a very it's exactly as strange as one might anticipate from the setup, and I think it it adds to the angst. <laughs> that would be the most disappointing interview ever if you were ever to sit down with Panic at the Disco. Say like, guys, I have a lot of questions about I write sins, not tragedies, and they'd be like, we don't. No, like, <laughs> that's true. That's the thing about the black box. <laughs> like, I think this song is an angsty. It's a song that angsty teens listen to. Yeah, I just don't know if Panic at the Disco had any emotion in mind when yeah. putting it together. You know what I mean? Like, I, but it's like because this is comes also from yeah. knowing a greater body of their work. It's like so eclectic. It's yeah. like what are they thinking? <laughs> I have a good song that I think is, is sort of a, a corollary here, which is uh, Nevermind by Leonard Cohen, the theme song from season two of True Detective. You're like, man, I like this song. It's making me feel a certain way. And then you listen to the lyrics, you're like, what the hell is happening in this song? I can't relate to he this. He talks about, like, soldiers' games and spoons and knives. And yeah. You'll never find. Never mind. Yeah, and he also erases everything. <laughs> Anything happens, he's like, yeah, but never mind. I have a name, but never mind. <laughs> but I, I feel like it's a lot like that. Really good. That is really good. <laughs> See, my only issue with Panic at the Disco on this list is I recently heard them cover a song that was super not angsty. It was like a, an Elvis Presley song or something that was sort of like classic and poppy, and I was so thrown off by it. They should, did they cover Beat It? Or no, that was Fall Out Boy, right? Ooh, that was... I, Mm, that might have been it. It was it, something like that. It was Fall Out Boy. And I was actually just about to say, they have a Christmas song called Merry Christmas, I Could Care Less, but that might also be Fall Out Boy. <laughs> Fall Out Boy, Christmas album, 2018. America's third favorite game show, Panic or Fall Out Boy. 
Uh, I was actually I was surprised to see this song so low on the list because when I hear this song, I immediately think like, oh, angsty. Yeah. But as I'm reading the lyrics to the song, it's like it's not. It's angsty, but it's not that angsty like you were saying. Yeah. Like I, or like you were saying, it's uh It's another one of those like very, at least ostensibly like sounding very cheerful. Yeah. I think like because it's so. Look at like, the strings. Do 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 do. do, do. Do do like oh are we about to go on a mythical adventure or <laughs> sounds an awful like another song that was playing on a movie trailer recently I didn't like it at all yeah oh it really it... upset me what was the movie I don't remember for the listeners it's the song by Enya uh, um, Orinoco Orinoco Flow, Flow which is <laughs> classically put to put to screen on uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo in a scene we need not describe but like what should be a really fun song now like yeah pulls out these terrifying emotions for us because of its association with that movie. And paper towels. (laughs) (laughs) This song (laughs) is like that in some ways. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Yeah, this song is like it was written by one of my college English major classmates who was like trying to be fancy. Like, Bob was a whore. And you're like, that doesn't mean anything. You're just writing that because it sounds cool. (laughs) Definitely, I think, one of the more guilty pleasure type songs yes. on this list. It's one of those songs that this I This went without saying during the whole thing. This is a great song. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly... Because, like, if, this, if, this, if you're listening to, like, an alt-rock radio station and this comes on, you're like, oh, I should turn this off. But you're alone and you're yeah. like, well, I'll just turn it up. <laughs> I agree 100%. Yeah, totally. <laughs> It's like one of those things where you listen to it on your headphones and you want to make sure no one around you can hear. <laughs> yeah, you pull the headphone out for a second, put it away from your head just to see if it can be heard. I love that. That's the test. This should be the new test for this. Is if you're wearing headphones, you like peek to see if you can hear it. That's great. So that's, uh, that's, our, that's our friends at Pack. Okay, number seven. Again, I was a little surprised that this song was this low on the list. Um... By My Chemical Romance. <laughs> and the song, as you probably can guess, is Welcome to the Black Parade. Yep. <laughs> Another band that has a plethora of angsty teen songs out there. But this one, I think, takes the cake. Oh my god, yeah. Absolutely. I was pretty into My Chemical Romance. Uh, I was one of those people that was like, Ugh. Uh, Welcome to the Black Parade is so mainstream uh, <laughs> compared to their first album, um, which I do believe. <laughs> I really like the Hello, first Kyle. album. <laughs> I still can't figure out why Dylan I thought Kyle was weird before freshman year. Geo dude. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and listen. To oh my album. God. It's pretty good, especially you probably know Helena off that 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 album. Great too. Very angsty. <laughs> oh my god. The uh, that might very well may be true. Uh, but we're gonna go with this one for this yeah. list, at least for now. The quote here uh, is: "So paint it black and take it back. Let's shout it. Let's shout it loud and clear. Defiant to the end, we hear the call." That uh, that to pretty carry much. On. Yes, to carry on. <laughs> um, that pretty much sums up. I mean, you can you could find that quote as an example. Of angsty in, I'm sure, Merriam-Webster's dictionary yeah. has, has that quote in there somewhere. So I have a question. We established at the end this is supposed to be guilty pleasure, right? Uh, I feel like it just angsty songs I guess it's just in like general it lends itself pleasure. to guilty pleasure. Because my only potential issue with this song would be it might be too good. This is actually, like, like I write Sins Like Tragedies is 
good in a goofy way. This is a really good song. This is an anthem. It yeah. Is, it is. Wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the anthem. This isn't the anthem. It's a anthem. It's not the anthem. That's a great <laughs> um, Coming up on top <laughs> Um, I agree with you. So you could probably actually shed the the guilty pleasure from this list. I think it's just. I think we should do that. Angsty, It'll free us up a little bit. Angsty songs. I think just a lot of these can be considered guilty pleasure, yeah. especially now with us in in our in our twenties. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <That's a great laughs> yeah, I think listening to any of these songs, period, there's some guilt involved, yeah. and so we can just eliminate that criteria <laughs> of our ranking process. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Which, the thing that's funny about My Chemical Romance is they actually have a song about how angsty teens are called Teenagers. You guys oh, know that yeah, song? Yeah, I, I do know, know that song. <laughs> so they're very that's aware. <laughs> it's on their first album, though. It's not. I actually don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it came out after this song. They got less and less angsty, I feel like, as they went on. Interesting. Their, their third album is a little, little, too, little too poppy for my taste. Oh boy! All right, <laughs> what, uh, that takes us through number seven, which means it's time for not top three. Right. Thanks, cue card, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the Vanna White of this show. It's like, <laughs> like making a lot of gestures with your hands yeah, here. Yeah, it doesn't really translate to, to the podcast format. You look great, not dressed though. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really good thing there's not a camera where that microphone is, because I'm wearing my short little yoga shorts. It's not a, not in a good view. Uh, do we uh, do we recap before the top uh, the bot the we do Dylan, we always do that. That's great. Thanks buddy. for listening, Dylan. Yeah, you got it. That's the test. Avid, no one's a avid, listener. Avid fan of the pod. <laughs> All right, so we'll go with ten. Number ten, we have uh, "In Too Deep" by Sum Forty One. Number nine, "Everything Is All Right" by Motion City Soundtrack. Number eight is "I Write Sins, Not Tragedies" by Panic at the Disco. And number seven is Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. For the not top three... Yeah, this is a tough one to so define there, exactly. There are a few things we could have done here. The least angsty songs, which I think is kind of tough to do. So I just put down my three least favorite angsty songs. Okay. Oh, that, that works. T- that works for us. And yes. uh, we can debate on whether... I don't... One of these you might like, Kyle. You know um, Jump is not an angsty song, right, Dylan? <laughs> I do. You can't, I have, just, you can't just throw that into the podcast. I have it here on my not top three, but it's from number four on the list <laughs> because it doesn't quite fit the criteria. You can't put Whistle by Flo Rida either. Just <gasps> There's a lot of whistling in there. Oh, man. <laughs> I could just do my not top three least favorite things. Yeah, that's going to be on our top ten favorite songs about oral sex. <laughs> whistle, number one. <laughs> jump, number two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so not top three, and really in no particular order, my least favorite angsty songs. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, "Wake Me Up When September Ends" by Green Day. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that song sucks. Um, it's I, 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 <laughs> it's uh, so Green Day. I can tell you, Green Day makes an appearance later on in this list. Okay. I I love Green Day. Um, that I really did when I was growing up. I, this song did not do it for me. That's fair. I, I do. Th- I, I happen to like it, but I think that's fair. Yeah, and we could talk about it. We could we could we could switch a few of these out. As long as Green Day is on a list at yeah. some point. Yes, yeah. I agree. Um, we have "Stolen" by Dashboard Confessional. <laughs> I actually don't know that one, but you I. You have stolen my heart. <laughs> yes, well done, Mike. It's a great song. So, <laughs> so oh my god! So I just thought. Wait, can I ask a quick question? Is it possible they could show up elsewhere on this list? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Okay. 
And then uh, I, I think the number one uh, least favorite angsty song is The Reason by Hoobastank. Oh, my God. <laughs> that song is terrible. <laughs> that, sing, that song is the worst. Mostly because it's not a great song yeah. in general. But do you remember whatever year it was when it came out? It was just like that's all you heard yeah. for a yeah. year. Question, Hoobastank, I feel like, Dylan, you told me this, Hoobastank is actually sort of transitioned to more of like a Christian rock band, is that right? Did I make they, that up? They might have. Um, I know Skillet has. <laughs> so. oh, oh, Skillet, okay. <laughs> Who almost made this list. But they oh, didn't. boy, Dylan. <laughs> this is an interesting place I find myself in, because I have a lot of, not a lot, but I have some songs I'm thinking of that I think would probably fall in most people's bottom tier because it's like a, it's kind of a subgenre. Like I got into a little more of the emo side of things. Yeah, hit us. We want to hear about and, this. But I don't know if those are considered not top threes or if I should just list them as honorable mentions later because they're good emo songs. Just not like that's I get I get what you're saying. That's if you could pull a Jerry and just put them on both. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I'll save them. I'll, we'll okay. just talk about them in our honorable mentions. I got one from a band that's typically fairly angsty, but a song that's. Unless I'm missing the point, which is very possible, seems very positive. Island in the Sun uh, by Weezer? Weezer. Oh, by Weezer. That's actually positive, right? It's not weirdly about some sort of thing like uh, uh, what you call it. The song by uh, our friends. Oh, Panic. No. Um, why is my brain failing right now? Not Counting Crows, the band that we saw. Ted. Oh, Third, Third Eye Blind. What's the, oh, uh, Crystal Ball. Crystal Ball. Or ju- <laughs> Jumper. Oh, yeah. yeah Semi Charm Life. Semi Charm Life. That's, that's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, it's not like that, I don't think. But that's one from a band that's often pretty uh, pretty emo and, and kind of uh, angsty, but is actually just sweet. It's kind of a nice song. Weezer, I'm curious to see if they show up later, but yeah. they like have a lot of their songs are just Rivers Kumo being like, hey, Fuck you guys! I'm a nerd, but now I'm famous and rich. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they're pretty angsty. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that kind of come to mind. I think it's funny because the line between good and bad is is kind of blurry. Yeah. I think that "Wake Me Up When September Ends" toes that well. I think, I think that's I, true. I enjoyed that song when it first came out. Yeah, I just remember. It, um, I think we might have actually loose, loosely referenced this in the pod before. Um, one thing by Finger Eleven. <laughs> Stop, please. <laughs> I just don't know if it's Mike's, angsty enough. Mike's no, favorite song. No, it's not. It's just. Oh, it's so bad. What about Three AM by uh, Anna, 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 Anna That that and White <laughs> Flag two, by Dino. My three favorite songs. <laughs> Love White Flag. I know you do. I um, Love how much you despise those. Songs. Those are my, although I don't really hate songs. I hate those three songs. <laughs> Um, question. Does Bowling for Soup appear at any point on this list? They are on the honorable mentions. Okay. All right. Let's, let's we don't want to step on this yeah. too much, Dill. Why don't you, why don't you get back into it? All right. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> number six, as had been mentioned during our number seven discussion, <laughs> brought to us, uh, by the band Good Charlotte. It's the anthem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I remember correctly, Good Charlotte has like two or three songs that has the term anthem in it. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. This one, uh, this one's very angsty, and uh, I'm not a huge Good Charlotte fan, which might be why it's so low on this list, mm-hmm. um, but the line here is, uh, do you really want to be like them? Do you really want to be part, be part, or I'm sorry, do you really want to be another trend? Do you want to be part of that crowd? 
which uh, has quite a bit of angst wrapped up in there. And the answer to that question is yes. yes. You do. That's the problem. This is the central <laughs> angst of late 90s and early 2000s is you want to be one of the Heathers, but you can't be, and that's what's tough. Hence the angst. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking up the rest of the lyrics of the song because yeah. what you just said, early on in the... Uh, Early on in the song, they're they're saying uh, like go to go to college, university, yep. get a real job, job is what they said to me. Yeah, if we listen. Caroline and I listened to this in that same car ride when we listened to uh, the first one in too deep. Where were you guys going? I don't know. I just felt I, <laughs> she let me take control of the, the Spotify, and I'm not allowed to only play Bruce, Kanye, and the Arctic Monkeys, so I had to switch it up a little bit. <laughs> I can't find it. Well, here's the question about this song. So this song absolutely earns its spot here, but there are definitely some other good Charlotte songs. That would be the only competition is that there could be some other ones. Kyle, do you have any other good Charlotte songs in mind that you're kind of buzzing around your head? It's, um, I don't even remember the actual lyrics anymore because Elise and I always, we've like (laughs) turned this song into one time I used the tune of this song to say... You, or I think it's called I Don't Want to Be in Love. Do you know that song? I don't want to be in love. I don't want to be in love. I don't, but we always, now we just always, always say, like, I don't want to go to work. We like, like <laughs> say that in the morning. Yeah. So, like, now I remember that song is actually called I Don't Want to Be in Love, and that's a great, yeah, good Charlotte tune. I like that's, the song I Just Want to Live uh, by them, too. It's another one, just like you were saying about Weezer. It's sort of like, we're a couple of losers from a garage who now have a bunch of money and fame. Which now they don't, so they probably wish they could go back to this time. But um, <laughs> they're like, this is sort of conflicted. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I like that remix that you guys make. That's yeah. kind of like the young professional angsty song. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're right. There are a lot of other good Charlotte songs yeah. out there. Um, and I toyed with a few. I think this one, um, just with the anthem, and yeah. it's just kind of like. Don't want to be part of the the establishment. Calling it the anthem is pretty angsty. You're kind of calling your shot here. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is we're really planting our flag in this one. That's that's Trust right. Me, you guys are going to want to sing along to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's good, Charlotte. Okay. Uh, number five. When I first thought of doing this list, I thought this song was going to be number one. Oh. But the more the more I looked at other songs, and then the more I looked at the lyrics to the song, it's not the most angsty song out there. Okay. It's uh, Misery Business by Paramore. Nice. Wow. Interesting. Because, like, the whole point of Misery Business is she stole some dude from some other chick, right? Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. After that they had broken up. Which is which brings our, uh, the quote here is, I waited eight long months, she finally set him free. That's right. And I feel like... That's that was certainly part of at least my angsty time as a <laughs> as a teenager. It was all of our angsty times, um, like wanting, like having like a crush on someone, and then like them just not being available, and like just biding your time. Which I really think this song captures very well. <laughs> this is if we were ranking these in terms of belt ability, like just like belting a song out. This is probably like number one or two with Black Parade. Like, this song is, like, really, really fun to sing along to. It really is. Um, and they've got, this song's on a Guitar Hero World Tour. <laughs> wow. And uh, I remember playing the drums to this song and then giving the vocals a try once. And I cannot talk this fast. Like, it, it's, it's, 
as you're going through the lyrics, I didn't realize how few words I actually knew of this song, and I just kind of mumbled them together. Um, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun to, like you said, to sing along to and uh, to kind of just jam out to if you, because uh, everyone knows it. Even not if it, everyone not, knows it. I don't know this song. Yeah, you do. If you heard it, I'm sure you'd recognize it. <clears throat> I don't know. Mike, this is like probably the biggest song of 2000, I don't even remember what year. Hmm. Whoa, I never meant to break, but I got it where I want it now. Whoa, it was never my intention yes. to break. Yes, all right, I think it, it goes back. from there. I think <laughs> it goes from there. <laughs> <It> goes from <laughs> there. <laughs> I do know this song now. Thank you, Kyle. See, it's I'm so sung, jealous. sung two octaves high. <laughs> yeah, I'm so jealous that you're not trapped in your own mind. Like, musically, you guys have experienced this many times where I'm like, I heard this song <laughs> but I can't reproduce it at all <laughs> well, that's not really what it sounds like but no, you but, but you put the message across <laughs> I'm like not like that's, that that's fair because the name of the song is Misery Business and they don't say Misery Business at all in the song mm. I'm in the business of misery let's take it oh. from the top You're right. oh. just gotta buy like an hourglass it's ticking like a clock that right? I very much remember <laughs> I didn't know I was sitting next to the master yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this song in excess of 200 times, probably. (laughs) You know, one thing that kind of strikes me about these songs is the weird uses that they were put to, like, in the early to mid-2000s. Like, these would have been songs that were playing at gyms, at parties. (laughs) It's just weird. Like, the cognitive dissonance involved in, like, (laughs) oh, I gotta get ripped, and then, like, you're listening to this song. It just feels weird to me. This song is actually the only, I'm looking at this list now, is the only song with a lead female vocal on it's it, interesting because I'm yeah. thinking of a band that um, there is another band out there that is certainly very angsty with a one of I think one of the greatest singers, uh, at least voices, strongest female voices that I'd ever heard. Um, they're not on this list, but we could talk about we'll talk that. about it. Um, and there's there's another one that in my honorable mention that I think you guys are gonna laugh at, but we'll we'll get to that <laughs> when we get. There. <laughs> what's the What's the band called? Not Two Door Cinema Club. Uh, Come on, what was it called? The the Jimmy Kimmel one that we always... Oh, 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 um, the Obesity Epic. The Obesity Epic. <laughs> <laughs> Tudor Summit Club is an actual I band. know that. <laughs> They're not on this list either. Okay. <laughs> not angsty enough. Okay, number number four. This is another band that has quite a few angsty songs. We've mentioned them before in the, uh, in the Not Top 3. And I really struggled with picking one from this band. But I think this one is the most angsty song they have, or at least the one out of the ones I could find. It's Green Day. It's Basket Case. Mm. Um, you guys know this one, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the quote is, I think I'm cracking up. Am I just paranoid or am I just stoned? <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> You're stoned. Yeah. <laughs> Your band is called Green Day. <laughs> so, it's funny. that I, I originally made... Uh, like a rough draft of this list and just did not include any Green Day on it. And I was watching, Mike, you would appreciate this, I was watching um, the fifth season of New Girl. I very much appreciate this. And I guess for those of you New Girl friends, do you remember the episode where they all go back to to Schmidt's house on Long Island? Yep. Um, Great Nick, actually, which is pretty funny. It's very close to my hometown. (laughs) Um, And he realizes whatever event he's going to, and he goes, oh, I'm just going to go in my room and put on Dookie on my uh, <laughs> on my record player. And then he's like, the shot pans to him in his room in the fetal position, or like on the ground with like a blanket or a pillow, and this song is playing in the background. I'm thinking, oh man, this would be perfect wow. for this list. <laughs> this might need to shoot to number one, purely for the fact that that was the inspiration, because that is a great episode. 
<laughs> that moves it. Great. That moves it down on Kyle. It moves it down. On Kyle. I like New Girl. I just don't know it as much as you guys do. I think this is a good one. I think Green Day has the perfect song for a subgenre of angsty teen music, which is teens listening to what they know is angry music, but they don't understand what the, the songs are about in terms of because uh, there's a lot of political commentary for music from this time. Mm-hmm. So, for example, American Idiot. Nobody, when you listen to this song when it came out, kids that age had no idea like what they were singing along to, but still sang along to it. And like, I think there are a lot of songs like that from this time. That's a really good point. They were they were big on like the rock the vote thing, right? If I remember correctly, like they became big on like getting young people engaged in the political process. I think you're right. I think I remember, I feel like I remember them in their weird little black shirts with the red tie and whatever, like telling people to vote. That and they had a lot of music with so little. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they would wear like the black suits with the red ties. Right? Yeah, um, and they had a lot of music that was like a little more overtly just like criticizing politicians. But yeah. I think that there's a lot of music that I listen to and a lot of people from the time listen to that has a lot of political undertones or overtones that yeah. you just yeah. didn't realize. Yeah. And I think American Idiot is a perfect example of that. I like Basket Case for this list, but I wanted to shout out that subgenre of angsty teen music. I do, and if we're going to put our little Green Day stamp on here, I have to say Boulevard of Broken Dreams I think needs to be considered because even if it's not the best of their songs, it was it's probably their most probably their most famous song. That other than maybe um the the one that they play high school graduations. Good riddance. Yeah. Time of your life. It, it might it might be their Everyone's, most yeah. it might be their most famous song. Also, as far as angst goes, for me, it's hard to top Dwight Schrute singing this <laughs> during karaoke at the Christmas party. Like it's really hard to top that. I walk a lonely road. Yeah. The only road that I have ever known. Yeah. <laughs> and what something about a shadow? His shadow is the only, only one. one. Yeah. Check my vital signs. Yeah. No, I'm still alive. Yeah. And I walk alone. It's pretty angsty. <laughs> it's also a really good song. What was the line from Basket Case? Yeah. The oh, it's the, the stoned one. I oh, think yeah, I'm yeah, cracking so up. Am I just oh, paranoid yeah, yeah. or am so I just stoned? Uh, could you stay on the cues? Sorry. sorry. Um, I was going to cut it off at the am I just paranoid, but I thought the last part of that was fitting and funny. Yeah. So <laughs> just edit that in there. Um, oddly enough, when you bring up um, American Idiot... The uh, the very first Broadway or off Broadway show that I had ever oh seen. Oh my god! <laughs> no way! Was American Idiot? Uh, I forgot that that was a thing. Brought to you by Green Day, and it's funny because <laughs> at the time I was in high school and I like really wasn't into Broadway shows. Um, uh, really, I'm still not incredibly into Broadway shows, but I can I, I can go and appreciate them. Yeah, um, I couldn't appreciate them back then, but. I saw, I was like, oh, it's Green Day, I know their music, uh, the soundtrack is apparently Green Day, I'm like, oh, this would be great. So I go, and, man, it was a terrible play. Like, it, uh, it, there was a lot of, there's actually a very much, a lot of angst in that, in that production. So what, what was kind of, was there a, like, what was the storyline? If I remember, it was a long time ago, and I kind of blocked it from my memory, yeah. but if I remember correctly. Give us your best approximation, this might be even better than the <laughs> This guy... Is he either like he came over from? I, I could be butchering this. He yeah. might have come over from like Ireland, or he was just like a kid growing up in New York. I and like either he's, of these scenarios. He's trying to he's trying to find his way in either acting or in music, and things just like don't always like pan out for him. That's called once, <laughs> <laughs> and it was really good. <laughs> 
It's once with like black dyed hair, <laughs> black nail polish, yeah. the bangs like over one eye. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Thank you for sharing that, Dylan. <laughs> uh, yeah, not my best choice when it comes to uh, uh, entertainment. Wait, did you, go with, did you go with high school girlfriend? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, I was not going to mention that. Um, I'm, uh, hello, fiance Tatum. <laughs> a long time ago. It, yeah. This is just way funnier yeah. if you imagine this is a date. Oh, yeah, it was. Especially because, yeah. I was mortified. We were, yeah, uh, we, were not, we were not dating very Dylan long. Was, Dylan was wearing a fake nose and mustache <laughs> at the time. High school Dylan was not on the Broadway scene. No. <laughs> No, no, I was not. Um, it was a bad decision, but uh, I lived to tell the tale. So it's all right. that is uh, that's number four. All right, Mike. What do we do next? You know, this is a great time for you to do some honorable mentions. I think that's just my opinion on it, Kyle. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. Awesome. I think we should do some honorable mentions, and then we should recap, and then we'll do our top three. That's an even better idea, the order. Kyle. I think that's the order we should do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's do it. I have. A fairly long list of honorable mentions that I'm just going to start rattling <laughs> off here. Yep. Some of these you might not know. One of these I really wanted to put on this list because I honestly think it's the angstiest song I'd ever heard, but I don't think anyone else knows it. But I'll, I'll get started here. There, There's a class for this by Cute Is What We Aim For. Not sure if you guys know this one. <laughs> I know the I know, band. I know, I know the band, but I'm not sure I remember that. I know Fiance Lee just knows this one. We talked about it before. <laughs> she definitely went through an angsty phase. <laughs> when You're Gone by Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Wait, what's give me a line from that one? Um, when you're, you're gone, um, the, the the thought, the the things I used to know, just ah, shoot, I don't remember the exact. I feel like I know what this yeah. one is. If you, uh, yeah. if you heard it. a lot, Avril Lavigne. Anyway. Just the girl by the Click Five. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> On the honorable mentions, doesn't make the list. Okay. Uh, Dark Blue by Jack's Mannequin. The Great Escape by Boys Like Girls. <laughs> Throw it away. Forget yesterday. Um, <laughs> also, Love Drunk by Boys Like Girls, which um, Kyle's got a good um, anecdote to that one. I'll share it very briefly. <laughs> we went to a concert in college that uh, Boys Like Girls was uh, performing at, and on the way back from the concert... This is our like our first week of freshman year. Yeah, very early on. Yeah, I'm like singing Love Drunk as we're like walking back to the dorm in high spirits. And there's the line, I used to be love drunk, but now I'm hungover. <laughs> I think we were all singing it. Yeah, we're and just like three nerdy freshman boys. <laughs> singing like girls. And yeah. then this guy, clearly very drunk, is walking behind us and passes us and only hears, now I'm hungover. You losers are hungover. It's like eleven thirty, bro. <laughs> losers are hungover. And he's like, he's like walking backwards. This whole like time, gyrating for the listeners, Kyle has been humping. Losers. Yeah, I really wish you could all yeah. see this visual. Right like his now. idea of like a fifties greaser cool guy is like humping at us. <laughs> That was what this guy was doing. The best part about this is the guy was completely alone. Yeah. <laughs> we at least had some friends. It was at least to like five or six guys singing yeah. boys like girls yeah. together. Uh, that's right. Um, great moment. Yeah. Uh, Good Riddance by Green Day we had talked yeah. about. Um, hey there, Delada, but the plain white <laughs> Oh my God. I hate that song. <laughs> that might be in the not top three, actually. Uh, I Just Want to Run by the Downtown Fiction. Into the Ocean by Blue October. That was Great on my, that was I know, on my list. We, we could talk about it if you're interested. Uh, <laughs> I Will Follow You Into the Dark by Death Cab for Cutie. I know, Kyle, how much you love that. 
fuck Death Cab. <laughs> just so we all, just so everyone knows, Dylan and I really like Death Cab for cutie, <laughs> but feel like we have to throw in an obligatory, obligatory like fuck Death Cab just because their name sounds so silly. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card, Skater Boy by Everly. I like that song. Um, Everything's Magic by Angels and Airwaves. <laughs> now, all. All Over You by The Spill Canvas. Have either of you ever heard that song? No. The Spill Canvas? Yes. Is that, that like an art term? I, Jackson I, Pollock I, it must be. If, if, when you get a chance, when we're done Ew, here... Excuse me, Kyle. Is that a Jackson Pollock thing? <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> like, Kyle just went from 50s greaser to 50s asshole in like two minutes. Um, I really think his art just speaks to the modern condition. <laughs> No, I haven't heard that song. <laughs> <laughs> Back on topic. Uh, you should listen to it, because it is very angsty. I almost put it on this list, but no one knows it. Honestly by Cartel. <laughs> Addicted by Simple Plan. That's a good song. Um, Check Yes, Juliet by We the Kings. Yes. My Own Worst Enemy by Lit. Yeah. The Kill by 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> Broken by Seether. Seether <laughs> was good. Seether was good. That was actually a decent song. And then Almost by Bowling for Soup. <laughs> That's good. Song. Oh my god, <laughs> that was an epic and fantastic honorable mention. Yeah, I don't think there's any. There's nothing to be done to that. That was perfect. Do you have any other ones that I have some? Um, or do, or do you want to wait until I go through the top three? I have a bunch on here. I suspect will not. Okay, be in go yours. <clears throat> Or no, that's how we no. Yeah, we usually yeah. I'll do mine after yours. That's uh, how we, we always usually, do. It. I mean, we usually say on yeah uh, honorable nope. mentions. But I mean, if you want to change the format of the pod, it's. Up to your discretion. I don't want to do that. Um, Mike the Rock of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike is the pillar upon which the structure of this podcast is, is built. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. Please continue. Number three. Uh, do we uh, do we recap at this yeah. point? Oh, my God. Typically, we do recap, but obviously, Kyle is very... Uh... Sorry, it's, 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 about, it's early. He drove like he eight hours. Yeah, he's showing a lot of angst <laughs> sort of seeping into his system. I'm thinking about Jackson Pollock <laughs> It's looking at us. We got a beautiful uh, setting out here that we're looking at on Lake, Lake Michigan. Right I'm just now. excited. I want to. I'm skipping segments. Yeah. Go all over the place. It's so beautiful. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll just I'll recap quickly here. Um, number ten, In Too Deep by Sum Forty One. Yep. Number nine, Everything Is All Right by Motion City Soundtrack. Number eight, I Write Sins, Not Tragedies by Panic! Exclamation point at the disco. Welcome to the Black Parade is number seven by My Chemical Romance. Um, number six, The Anthem by Good Charlotte. Uh, number five, um, The Business of Misery by Paramore. Um, and number four, Basket Case by Green Day. So far, and terrific list. Nice. There's a, I've got a lot of emotions coming out yeah, right now. I feel a lot of things right now. <laughs> I feel a lot of... Uh. Yeah, nice. All right, number three. These next three artists, I actually think, have like the most angsty songs out of everyone on this list. Number three uh, is Blink-182. Yeah. yeah. Which one? Miss You. I know they have other ones out there that we could talk about. I completely agree with you. I've got a different one that I'm thinking of, but okay. I want to hear the case. The uh, the quote here is, uh, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. I cannot sleep. I cannot dream tonight. I need somebody and always. I think what makes the song so angsty is that there are two spins on the angst here. There's the... How are you? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the How are you? <laughs> like, You're right. Those are both my thing. Like there's like the, the mellow, like subdued, like, oh I'm so angsty. And then there's like the this you know, like the simple plan, yeah. like whiny kinda 
angst. And they're wow. both in this song. It's funny you said that, because I forgot about those two kinds of yeah. tones. And as I was reading these lyrics last night, I was reading through, and then I made that switch over my head, and I realized, oh, shoot, <laughs> there are two different songs here, almost. Yeah. Ask Cameron to do that song later, because he does it better than anybody. <laughs> I'm going to request it tonight, actually. Oh, <laughs> bring the whole wedding bring down. Bring the whole wedding down. Just slide a banger in there. <laughs> and then we bring everyone back up with the anthem. <laughs> the anthem! Good Charlotte! <laughs> uh, yes, Blink-182 has uh, a lot of very angsty songs, but I think this one, um, I, I certainly feel the most feelings listening to this one, um, but we could talk about it. Well, my the song I would be nominating here would be Adam's Song. Um, yeah. But I actually think, as, as we kind of talk about this, Adam's Song might be sort of filling a slightly different genre because it's not angsty so much as sad. It's I mean, it's a it's the <clears throat> kind of... I think, if I remember correctly, this was in the wake of Columbine and a couple other incidents sort of similar to that, and it was about like being there for your friends and your family when they're suffering through depression. But to me, that's like the line. I don't even need to look it up. But it's like the um, the time I spilled the apple juice in the hall. Please tell mom this is not her fault. Oh, because it's the whole thing is like it's talking about how it's the simple crap that goes wrong in somebody's life that causes those problems. It's like this kid is about to commit suicide, and all he's thinking about is the time he spilled the apple juice, and like thinks that's what caused all his problems. And it's so freaking sad, and it's such a good song, but probably slightly fills a different. That song is a gut punch, and it's, like, yeah. a, I think, a really fantastic yeah. song. But I think you're right. Like, the emotions of, like, exclusion and, like, yeah. are a little different than the yeah. rest of what we're doing. It's ever, so, it's, it's ever so slightly different, and in a way that I think probably puts it somewhere else. But I wanted to mention it anyway, because it's yeah. an amazing song. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And it, it, if we're re-ranking these and we decide we want to completely shed the one song per artist because there's just two songs, we can. I'm certainly down for that. Yeah. Well, or we can say, like, this band, and this is the song that we chose as, like, the angstiest. Yeah. But like we discussed earlier, like, this artist's general body of work could be a, a, a factor in why we would, might move one up or down. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, so that is, that's Miss You by, uh, by Blink-182. Uh, number two. Number two is a band that all of us really, really love. Um, all of us, there have been a few times where we've listened to this band on, like, on a loop while Mario Karting, Mario Karting, however you, however you say <laughs> it. Um, this band is Linkin Park. Yes. Yes. Um, and the song I chose was In the End. Okay. The lyric I chose here is, uh... <laughs> well... <laughs> you, could, you could add the entire song in here if you really wanted to. Um, but, uh, I've got Trying to Hold On... But you didn't even know. Wasted it all just to watch you go. I kept but, everything inside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is, there's a lot of emotion in this song. Um, this song is also made famous by a great mashup with Jay-Z. Yep. Encore in the end. Have you not heard that one? I thought it was Numb. Isn't, isn't they it? do Numb Encore and then they do... Oh, I'm sorry. You're That's right. Okay. It is Numb. It is. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's a great tune. I was briefly very excited that there was another remix... Between there's there is there's, there's, a, there's a dirt off your shoulder and um something else by you're right there is. but that's actually also a really good yeah who's my fucking frappuccino that's how the song opens it's pretty good <laughs> get him Jay yeah <laughs> well it's funny you brought that up because I I had Lincoln Park on my list too and it was I was between in the end or numb both are super yeah angsty. well I actually just want to note they do a great cover of one of the all time angstiest songs which is Behind Blue Eyes by the Who. Uh, and they do a great cover of it, which is super angsty. 
I don't know if it's worth going on this tangent. Probably not. It is. It's always. Do you know the song Behind Blue Eyes? I do not. No one knows what it's like to be the bad man, to so, be the sad man. I was looking up the origins of this song, and the who wrote this song, like, or contracted to write this song um, to be the theme music of a villain in some movie. Wow. And then the movie never got produced, and they were like, well, this song is awesome. Yeah. And they just released it. So, like, wow. if you listen to the song, it's about this villain who, like, is misunderstood, has all these different motivations behind these blue eyes, like... It's a really interesting kind of backstory. I'm so angry that you almost didn't tell us that. Yeah, right? It's, Kyle. Well, it's just like... I really want to listen to the song. Yeah, no. It's a great... It's a terrific... Dude, listen to the Linkin Park version. It's really good. I'm really excited to hear that yeah. now. It's a great tune. But, back to Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> His voice is like... Like, he was he was born to be angsty. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I, and it... They've got... They've got two vocalists in Lincoln Park. They got the one guy that kind of does the rap. It's and Mike yeah. Shinoda, right? Yeah, I think Mike Shinoda does the rap. And is it Chester Bennington? Was Chester the, was the like yeah. more singy sort of. Yeah, the, the screaming, the screaming, <clears throat> both incredible. Yeah, um, but yeah, I agree that his his voice just lended itself to oh my God, angsty, yeah. angsty songs. Angry, like you guys know, um, crawling in my skin. Yeah. Yep. That's like that's a good one or breaking the habit. Like yeah. I like breaking the habit a lot. That's a good song. Bleed it out too. Oh god, yeah. New uh, divide. Yeah. <laughs> New divide. Of course. At least we forget. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? Kyle? What else you got? I was, I was slipping down and you guys caught it. <laughs> I get pretty early in the morning to slide new divide past us. <laughs> well, you know what's weird about this band as we talk about... <laughs> Granted, we got up at like 6 this morning. That's true. We are actually up quite early. But what's interesting as we talk about this band that I think really captures kind of the spirit of this whole list is that we talk about the two vocalists and we talk about Chester Bennington and Mike Shinoda. Mike Shinoda is on that song, Remember the Name? Oh, yeah. Which is one of the biggest pump-up songs of all time. And yeah. that's what I think captures the central brilliance of this era of music is there's this weird combo of rap and rock, like rock and these ballads, all these weird mashups of genres where they're taking either a really happy emotion and masking it in something that sounds sad or the opposite. And I think Linkin Park are masters of that. I think that's part of why they're so good. They are masters. I think a band nowadays that tries to do that and does does well, I, I, actually, I like this band. They're not, they're no Linkin Park quite yet. I don't think they'll ever get there is uh, 21 Pilots. They yeah. have a lot of songs where, if, if you go to their deep tracks, that they'll the guy will. Do you have any you no like hits. To, to tell? No me? hits. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene because it's Dave Matthews. It is a great scene. I said no hits. Uh, I said no hits. <laughs> but they they've got a lot of songs where the, the lead singer will go like rap for like a verse and then like go back to like his, his like. Yeah. Almost, I mean, some of it's pretty angsty too. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of their music. They're not on this that's list because I think they're good, a little uh, uh, a good comparison. I think. Yeah, they're a little like they're later in our in another, our angsty time. Another one of those deceptively poppy, like kind of cheery sounding music. Sometimes that, yeah. If you actually listen to the words, it's uh, it's yeah. not as it's the born in the USA situation. Yeah. I love their song "Stressed Out" because it came out like right after we graduated, and. Uh, <laughs> Well, because well, it's, 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 it's about because yeah. it's all about like like going to work and like 
wishing you could be a kid again and like prefers yeah. to be in the, his treehouse instead of uh, yeah. And then wake up, you need to make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Lincoln Park. So Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. <laughs> okay, number like one. We all know what number one. At least the band. You, I'm sure you all know yeah. what the number one is. Um, I could have honestly made ten songs with this one band that I'm sure eight of them would have been better than every other song or more angsty than every other song on this list. Um, the band is Simple Plan. Of course. Um, and the song I chose is Welcome to My Life. I think that's the right call. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of other ones out there that we could talk about. Um, but, man, this to one... To be kicked when you're... Yes. <laughs> um, I'll quickly, I'll put the quote in here. It's, uh, do you ever feel like breaking down? Do you ever feel out of place? <laughs> Like, somehow you just don't belong and no one understands you. I commend you for being able to read those words without singing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No one understands you. <laughs> you don't uh, know what it's like. Welcome to my life. This is my first time on Radio Kyle. I don't think I'm ready to sing quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you there. You'll get there. Uh, yeah, they, they... I went through... I was There were a lot of songs I was toying with. I had, like, a list of 15 songs originally on this top 10, and four of them were Simple Plans, so... What were the other ones? I'm curious. Um, if you remember. Shoot. Uh, Do you remember just one or two? Uh, I had the one in the uh, the honorable mentions. It was um, Addicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we want to go back to the cheaper by the dozen well, uh, it features the Simple Plan song, I'm Just a Kid. Oh, yeah. that's My that's life is a nightmare. I woke up, it was 7. I waited till 11 just to figure out that no one would call. <laughs> it's a bummer of song. Oh, oh man. Jeez. <laughs> forgot that lyric. Yeah. Wow. FedEx. What we should do a, a fifteen years later check in. What's going on in FedEx's life? How's it, like we've checked on Beans, Bernard, Aaron, Garen from Even Stevens, not doing great. I feel like FedEx is making bit appearances on sitcoms as like a Starbucks barista. Yes, oh. he is because he had the glasses before it was even cool. Yeah. But now he can play that like hipster role. Yeah. I bet he still has that hat, like that fisherman's hat that I <laughs> hope so. Back then. <laughs> From the set, like he just yeah, yeah, yeah. Can His I hat has never grown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a hat. Take it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Poor FedEx had a tough life. Yeah. <laughs> he kept the frog too. He did have the awesome room with like the escape hatch though. That was cool. That, that was Carol- okay, that. guys, this all came up. I'm so excited. <laughs> Caroline and I were talking about how we both bought that room twice recently. Once while we were listening to all these songs in the car, and then when we went to Newport, Rhode Island, because there's a bunch of houses with that turret kind of setup. Yeah. Whew. We do love our turrets. We do love our we turrets. We love our turrets. Have you guys ever actually read Cheaper by the Dozen? Oh, I didn't know it was a book. I didn't know one it was of the most- Oh, wait, it is, because that's the. They it's like sort of a meta it. thing, right? Like the mom in the movie writing. writes a book. It's one of the most. A strange experience because like I saw the movie as a kid and it was like at our do you guys have like book expos at your mm-hmm. schools yeah. so I bought the book thinking like I love the movie and it turns out it was just like a memoir of like growing up with 11 brothers and sisters and like all the things that dad used to do and that it's like you know set you know it's in the like uh, 50s and 60s mm-hmm. and it's a really really good book it's just not at all like your brother doesn't we had to milk the cow <laughs> i was gonna say what a it's disappointment like, like we all we, we all hopped in the model t and went <laughs> out I know Kyle, what do you think was happening in 1960? I know that. I understand. Had our brontosaurus burger. It was just like, I opened yeah. this book and I'm like, what the hell? There's yeah. no FedEx in here. No, seriously, that was one of the most disappointing things. If you were a kid and you opened a book and you're like, wait, 
This is from like 1900. <laughs> oh. You're expecting Steve Martin, but yeah. you get like someone's yeah. journal. You from get the a really, really yeah. nice memoir for <laughs> later in life. Yeah. I did that one time. I got um, uh, I accidentally purchased a Middle English version of uh, Robin Hood, <laughs> and I was reading it <laughs> accidentally. Okay, yeah. Mike. I'm on the beach, and I'm like, <laughs> "Quoth Robin Hood." <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. Man, that explains so much, man. Yeah, no. But but to be, if we're being truthful, I kept I powered through. I kept <laughs> and you were like, "Oh yeah," I, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of What did Sir Gawain say? Man, I, I just I always bought like Captain Underpants books. I was <laughs> not allowed. I wasn't allowed to buy Captain Underpants. It's expressly forbidden by my you mom. You should go back to that. It's <laughs> worth going back. They come out with a movie. Could have really changed the trajectory of my life. Apparently the movie was actually really good. And really? faithful really? to the source material. <laughs> <laughs> the most important of criteria, this, criteria for that. This, this, I have not seen it. This from a friend of the pod, Cody, who gave me his review. Um, when did that come out? Was it a couple years ago? Two, maybe two years ago. Yeah. I Cody. All this to say... Simple Plan is definitively number one on this list. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, yeah. And that's probably their angstiest. That's a good pick for it, I think. I think so. So that's that's my top ten. Um, I can... You want to go back through and yeah. then re-rank? Yeah. Yep. Or add a few in? Yeah. I'm you, gonna go. You're going to give us a quick recap, and then we're yeah. going to okay. get to work. Uh, quickly. In Too Deep, Sum 41, number 10. Number 9, Everything is Alright, Motion City Soundtrack. Number 8, I Write Sins, Not Tragedies by Panic. Act the disco. <laughs> panic! Panic! We probably should get into like what they're trying to get at there. Yeah. We'll, we'll... It's another pod. Yeah. It's a long pod. <laughs> Just on panic. <laughs> Number seven, Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Number six, The Anthem by Good Charlotte. Number five, Misery Business by Paramore. Number four, Basket Case by Green Day. Number three, Miss You, Blink-182. Uh, number two, In the End, Linkin Park. Number one, Welcome to My Life, Simple Plan. Yeah, that was you did you did the yeoman's work there. Like you did a lot of the good work for us. Absolutely, I have some. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of these are like more of a subgenre that I don't think actually deserve to make the list, but I think are solid honorable mentions. Did either of you guys ever get into Flyleaf? Yes. <laughs> yes. What in God's name is Flyleaf? <laughs> it's the poor man's Evanescence. <laughs> yeah, it's basically Evanescence, but a little screamier. Um, <laughs> What? <laughs> I had I had a, uh, a a solid slightly fizz. Because uh, <laughs> tattoo on my I ass. I just know the one song by them. <laughs> Is it? I'm so sick. I know the two. I knew two songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's that and all around me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One of song. those appears in I think rock band. Maybe <laughs> where you know it. Um, <laughs> Poser. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know it. <laughs> um, this song is not. Or yeah, so so Flyleaf, and then um, this I don't know if this song is actually it's like too poppy, but like the sentiment I guess is kind of there. Move along by the All American Rejects. Oh, that's another. Band I that like that song. This. Yeah, that. which I think I'm, I might actually we can actually talk about their inclusion because I think I don't know they're not gives you hell is another good one. Yeah, that's a <laughs> shit. That's a really <laughs> freaking good song. I don't know right. if they're angsty enough. That might but, be my T-shirt time song for the wedding today. <laughs> Um, Dylan, you know this song, uh, Feel Good Drag by Amber Oh, Lynn. man. <laughs> I love that song. I, I almost do. put it on here. <laughs> oh, it's a little, it's, it, it sounds angsty. The guy's, you know. It's, it's pretty angsty. Yeah. That Impossible, too, by Amber Lynn is also pretty angsty. Yes, for sure. 
I'm going to rattle off a couple of, like... <laughs> I knew Kyle would have yeah. quite a bit on this one. These ones are not for inclusion, but I just want to shout out to those like me that dabbled, uh, that crossed the line a little bit and went into the, like, screamo kind of emo side of things for a little bit. You guys can tune out for a minute. <laughs> um, a, bur- a band called The Used of the... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um... Um, Bullet, you, Bullet for My Valentine. Hmm? Do you, oh, is that the song name by the... No, that's another band. Okay. There's a, there's a, there's a Bullet, or uh, The Used has a couple of good songs. they probably more, most well-known for a song called The Bird and the Worm, but they also do a really cool... <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> it was uh, weird times in the Detroit area at this time. But they do a really, really good cover of Under Pressure with uh, My Chemical Romance. Wow. Ooh, see? This is... Wow, okay. Um... Is that uh, Vanilla Ice? <laughs> yes. Okay. Queen and David Bowie, just so uh, everyone is aware that he does it. I'll edit that in after. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, uh, Bolt for My Valentine, two like, th- these don't even count. These are actually just metal bands, I won't mention them. Um, uh, go ahead. It's fine. Mastodon and Trivium, and then, um, did you... <laughs> wait, is that one band? No, okay. two separate bands. It should be. That would be a fun band. You would actually enjoy, well, you wouldn't enjoy it, but you would enjoy the premise. Mastodon has an album called The Leviathan that is just, it's all about Moby Dick, start to finish. It's just about Moby that Dick. That sounds like something I would enjoy. Sure, you gotta get through some Oh, are there any songs about Jackson Pollock in there? <laughs> no Jackson Pollock. <laughs> There is one called Ahab. <laughs> Wait, I no, I actually remember you telling me this. I Did specifically I? remember you telling me because I think you said you listened to this while you had to read it in high school or something like that. I was right? listening. I was into Mastodon at the same time. Yeah. that I was actually reading Moby Dick. Yeah, I remember. Kind of I remember fun. you mentioning that at a very young age. Yes, <laughs> I was much probably, much before his. Time. I was probably like was, in like fourth grade. Yeah, he's a pretty precocious <laughs> kid. Um, a band that I actually think. If, I think if more people were into them, I think would warrant inclusion on this list. Do you either? You guys know a band called The Day to Remember? I do not. <laughs> they are like they are like right on the line of like a classic angsty teen band and like more of a, like some of the bands I just listed. They like go back and forth. They've got vocal sections and then they do some screaming. Um, a little bit you, both. You guys, have, their most angsty song is called "All, so- All Signs Point to Lauderdale." You guys, have, you guys have probably heard a song called If It Means a Lot to You. You would probably recognize this band if you heard that song. I don't think anyone really knows who they are, but if anyone listening to this podcast is a fan of them, wanted to give them a shout-out. <laughs> so in summary, like I don't actually have that many that I'm serious about including. Um, but you sounded serious potentially about All American Rejects. Yeah. And if, if there are other songs by one of these artists that we want to talk about swapping at for, we can do that too if you have another yeah. one. In mind. What about you, Mike? Uh, I had a couple. Um, one that probably shouldn't be on this list, but I just thought of earlier was Miss Murder by AFI. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like that song. Again, a good one to play on Guitar Hero. <laughs> yes. One that I really think should be considered for this list is Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional. Uh, one of my favorite songs from this era. Also yeah. the end credits song from Spider-Man 2. And it really, I actually think it might be for, written for Spider-Man 2, which is such a great movie. Don't forget, all of these new superhero movies are terrific. Spider-Man 2 was incroyable. Uh, so check it out. Um, but Vindicated, I think, really should be considered for this list. You guys mentioned a couple times uh, Evanescence, but what about that song, Wake Me Up Inside, whatever it's called? Yeah. What's that song called? 
Wake me up. Wake me up inside. Right? Before yeah. you go. go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bro, bring me to life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I think... I mean... I, yeah. That's a pretty iconic right. song yeah. from this era. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, I had a couple other that you guys ended up mentioning, but those are two. I actually one more, um, which we can probably debate whether it makes sense on this list. I think it does. It feels weird lumping this band in with them because I love this band so much, but I think Fluorescent Adolescent really fits in with the... Uh, this song sounds really fun. It is insanely depressing uh, and angsty. And I think it it kind of it straddles the line because most of this is teen angst we're talking about. And this is a song that's sort of about a teen feeling preemptive angst about what it's going to be like to be an adult by way of singing about how shitty an adult life is. So that's a seriously like you used to get it in your nightdress or you used to get it in your fishnets. Now you only get it in your nightdress. Like it's a depressing ass song. Like the best you ever had is just a memory. That's a really good song. That's one that I think deserves consideration. But for me, it's vindicated, bring me to life and potentially fluorescent adolescence. That's, that's a good quote to, to stump for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bloody Mary's lacking in Tabasco. Like, Nothing. Everything's in order in a black hole. Oh, I, cause I was gonna say it's hard to, <laughs> for me, classify them as that song as, as angsty necessarily because I don't know half the words. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a there's some good it's a really fast kind of song, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And we just love the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> but those are the ones I'm thinking about. Okay, let's get to work. Yeah. Kyle, do you see any that you kind of feel are, are a little vulnerable? I, you did such a good job with this list. <laughs> yeah, you really did. Uh, the only, like, I mean... I can the, see at least one. The Motion City soundtrack, just because I don't know it. Yeah. That's, like, I, literally the only reason I would I would point to that one. Which song is theirs? Everything is Alright. Everything is Alright. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be comfortable with getting, getting tossing that one off. Yeah. I, just, I think it's just less known, but still a great song. It you is, should, but I you think that was a little borderline. I'm definitely going to listen to it, and I'm going to go through all of your honorable mentions. <laughs> Um, the list, when I have a couple of hours to feel angsty. <laughs> I kind of feel like Welcome to the Black Parade just feels kind of different from the rest of this list. And it might warrant removal, not for any reason about quality, because I actually think that that's the best song on this list. But it does it just feels a little different. I don't know if you guys... It does feel different. It is about a black parade. About like <laughs> Dylan, what is a black parade? Whoa, whoa. Um, it's it's basically like a it's everyone like dressed in black and just mm-hmm. being against the establishment. Yeah. Um, I which is what My Chemical Romance meant by black parade. Um, oh, I wasn't insinuating that. Oh, you gave me this. Parade. You gave me this look. It's just a term that's weird, and I was like, well, you're saying, like, it's about a black parade. Like, what the hell is a black parade? Oh, a black parade. I'm going to one on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, I actually disagree. I think, I think black parade, if anything, should go higher. Um, well, I think that that's the natural thing either comes off or it goes a little bit higher because yeah. it's so good. I think I would like to keep it on the list, okay. especially because I don't want to take my chemical romance off. I yeah. Think, like, it's important to... To note their place here, yeah. Even though I like, I think, I think misery business is one of my see. Like what you're saying about this song, I think is how I feel about misery business because it's an amazing song, but it doesn't feel like it's the same kind of like angst is like the same type of like. It's not really this. The singer of this song has gotten what she wanted now. 
even though it was never her intention to break. It's just, and then like the rest of Paramore's music is not like, like the bo- Paramore's body of work is not. I was finally thing. emerging as the podcast's douche. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Um, I I tend to agree. Yeah, that. I think I think it does have a different that's feel. Fair. Yeah, actually, one of that I think kind of falls into the like it just it just feels a little bit different. My I, and this is gonna kill me because I do love Panic <laughs> at the disco, but Panic. I read the, <laughs> Panic. <laughs> I actually think that that one feels a little bit different than the other ones. Um, and I think we're going for a pretty specific vibe here. Yeah, and I think, like, what we said earlier, like, <laughs> I have no idea what was in their head when they <laughs> yeah, this song. True. Whereas, like, with, the, with most of these, it's, like, it's a pretty clear idea of how yeah. they, what the emotional state they were in. Yeah, it's <laughs> like their parents are kind of tough on them. They like a girl that doesn't like them. They're not cool in school. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> But this one, I'm like, I don't what? Why? Walking around in churches. Yeah. <laughs> Eavesdropping. Where are you? <laughs> Close the door. Yeah. It's sort of like being in the third level, like in Inception. <laughs> nice. So, okay, I think that's a couple. And I yeah. think if we, so if we're, if we're feeling like Motion City Soundtrack and Panic at, Panic at the Disco <laughs> and, and, and Paramore are looking vulnerable, that leaves us with room to insert three, which I think yeah. is... That feels good. Wait, this is an important question. What is the Drake and Josh line we're imitating here? Anarchy! What is it? What he just emphasis. like... Emphasis! <laughs> emphasis! Wait, you I were was thinking of Ricky Bobby. Anarchy! Yeah. No, but I was saying it in the Josh voice. In the yes. Josh voice. It's wow, you emphasis! You went a couple levels deep there. <laughs> like, you were doing the quote there. I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, that is their problem. They put too much emphasis! <laughs> He repeats words for emphasis. <laughs> okay. Wait, did they switch bodies in that episode or something? And Josh, or Drake is trying to That's pretend to be That episode was Drew and Jerry. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Yeah. So basically, there's it's no also, doppelgangers. Also it. Freaky Friday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, sorry, guys. <laughs> Drake and Josh. So, what, so number one is yeah. Welcome to My Life. Simple yeah. plan. Yes. Done. I actually think your top three are perfect. I almost think that I think Miss You. I feel like Miss You could be number two. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna die on that hill. But it feels like it could be number two. That it's either either one. It's two A and How two B. They're both. Both of those bands in general are are amazing. And then I'm, think, I'm fine and, keeping it as it is and just agreeing that they're both really really good. Do we I, think that those are the right songs for those bands? I think Miss You is undoubtedly the 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 Blink song. I think. Like, yeah, it, 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 either In the End or Numb for Lincoln Park, and I think I'd give the nod to In the End. So. I do, too. It was the, I mean, that was their breakout. That was That's true. The first one, at least for me, that was the first one I ever heard from them. In the yeah. End, it doesn't even matter. Oh, God. All right. In the, in the End, where we put these two, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it doesn't even matter. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it worked today, Kyle. <laughs> Dylan's here. I feel like yeah. <laughs> there have been no puns. Kyle's just turned into a douche. <laughs> Mention Jackson Hog one. <laughs> last time I mentioned. No, see, so your problem is your baseline is like you're too normal. You're not. You don't act like a douche normally. So any little spike in the meter, it's like ugh. you got to jump on that. You don't get this chance often. Yeah. Plus, he was painting earlier this week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I like Green Day next. I. I think I agree with you, Mike. I would I would like to put Boulevard of Broken Dreams in there, but... That's what I think. That's fine. Okay. I'm all right with that. Okay. 
I'm still gonna think of Schmidt now when I. <laughs> <laughs> I love Schmidt. Schmidt's Dane. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the problem. It was his fat years was when he became Schmidt's Dane. Poor that's, guy. Yeah, that's, that's he's right. had a lot of angst. <laughs> How do you guys feel about My Chemical Romance next? Yeah. Yeah, I feel good about that. Okay. After that, I think this is where we have to start thinking about where we want to put. I think so. So let's decide on our three. I think uh, "Bring Me to Life" should be one. Yep. And uh, I think would, which one was the one you like from All American Rejects? Move along. <laughs> move on. Move yeah. along. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's a great song. A lot of air guitar. I think they should. I think that should be pretty low. Yeah. Like maybe ten. Yeah, but it should be on the list. Yeah. I would really like "Vindicated." By Dashboard Confessional would be on that. I think Dashboard yeah. is deserving of a I'm selfish. I am wrong. I am right. I swear I'm right. I swear I knew it all along. Like, that was sort of Spider-Man's issue, you know? He was having a tough time balancing being a delivery boy. He was having a tough time balancing being a freelance photographer, having a relationship with Mary Jane, maybe having a relationship with that Eastern European girl in his building. That's Spider-Man 3. Being spider No, that's Spider-Man 2, isn't it? I don't want to get in a fight on this podcast over it, but I'm pretty sure it's Spider-Man 3. I don't know, Kyle. I feel like the Eastern European girl is Spider-Man 2. This I, is a discussion for a different time. I'll be on my phone, Dylan. You should talk for a minute. I can't talk about uh, Spider-Man, but we'll, uh, um, where were we going? I don't remember. Dashboard. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I'm looking up Spider-Man 2. Um, I think Dashboard is, is deserving of a spot on the list. Whether or not they get one, I don't know, um. But I could, I would be okay with putting Dashboard on this on this list. It's funny. I had stolen on the top ten at one point. Then I was like, I thought I thought about it a little bit more. I was like, ah, it's not a great song. <laughs> so, not top 10. so like you said, there's a fine line. But I, I could certainly put Dashboard on this list. Okay, so we have we have five spots left, and those spots are going to go to. I think we'll say Dashboard, and we can talk about. Either vindicated or stolen. I'm so sorry, Kyle. I have to announce live on the pod. Uh, Elia Baskin as Mr. Ditkovich and Magena Tova as Ursula. Spider-Man 2. Well, she appears in both, but he only... <laughs> well, he... Oh, well, that's... A... Oh, we're both right. Everybody, yeah. we're both right. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we have five spots. Is One... possibly a relationship with the Eastern European girl? It's fine. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, okay. Spider-Man 3. a little confused what happens in these two <laughs> Kyle, do you like, what are your feelings in Spider-Man? Do you think he's a good superhero or do you like hate him actually? Spider-Man 3 is the one where he actively flirts with her and. But is there a will they, won't they situation in Spider-Man 2, Kyle? Or did you kind of forget the plot of Spider-Man? That's the one with Dr. Octavius. Oh, okay. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate the refreshing. <laughs> he's the doctor with the octopus. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. But Dashboard. <laughs> dashboard. dashboard <laughs> All-American Rejects. Sum 41. Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. Good and, Charlotte. Good Charlotte. Um, and Evanescence. <laughs> How are we going to order those? <laughs> Randomly and with little care. <laughs> I think uh, I think Good Charlotte should go next, personally. I think so, too. I think so, too. Then, I, I, think, I think Sum 41, I could move a little higher, because I think Sum 41... Would slot in above All American Rejects for sure. I don't know. Maybe you added it ten. Maybe, maybe we do nine. Yeah. Or, I, I. Well, what are we on right now? One, two, three, four. We're, we're on seven. seven. 
I would be okay with that at seven. Okay, that's fine with yeah. me too. That's a really good song. Okay, it also kind of stand there. There's like a lot of songs like this yeah. song. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Okay. I think we should put All American Rejects at ten, which means we need to decide if we want Dashboard, Confessional, or Evanescence at eight. I think Dashboard is nine. I think yeah. Evanescence is eight. I agree. Okay, and we'll say Bring Me to Life. Yeah. Call my name. <laughs> Save me from the dark. <laughs> oh boy. Um, okay, and then um, do we want to go with Vindicated? <coughs> yes. I think we feel good about Vindicated. I can get It's so board. funny. I actually I am having a feeling um, of Vindication right now about being right about Spider Man 2. Oh. Kyle, are you feeling a similar thing? Or are you feeling like I have stolen well, just funny, the correct you're answer from you? Well, it's, just, it's just funny because you were calling me a douchebag earlier. So. <laughs> I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners who hate me and like Kyle are feeling very vindicated. Right <laughs> I've stolen defeat from the toss of victory on this episode. <laughs> Guys, that is a top ten list. That's a list, baby. In its entirety. Do you want me to recap? Yeah. Yeah, Dill Pickles turned off his phone, so we're in need well, I, I, I did not track. <laughs> I didn't track from all the, yeah. the changes. Okay. Our top ten angsty teen music songs <laughs> slash bands. <laughs> <laughs> Number ten, Move Along, The All-American Rejects. Number nine, Vindicated, Dashboard Confessional. Number eight, Bring Me to Life, Evanescence. Number seven, In Too Deep, Sum 41. Number six, The Anthem, Good Charlotte. <laughs> Number five, Welcome to the Black Parade, My Chemical Romance. Or as I have it, typed in here, MCR. Oh Number four. Kyle's reclaiming the crowd. <laughs> Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Green Day. Number three, Miss You, Blink-182. Number two, In the End, Lincoln Park. Number one, Welcome to My Life, Simple Plan. Man, Dylan, great appearance. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, happy to be on. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. This is, a, this is the first of, we hope, many appearances yeah. for Dylan on the pod. We're sorry that it took this long. <laughs> That's all right. I had to clear my name with a few of your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Wonderful. Thanks. Alrighty, friends. That was our top 10 for this week, but now we'd love to hear your top 10. So please check us out on all of our available social media outlets, traditional outlets, whatever outlets we have. Check us out on Twitter at top10km. That's all spelled out, top10km. Our email, top10km, spelled the same way, at gmail.com. Or our site, top10km.podbean.com. All forms of communication accepted, except for serial killer notes. Please don't send us any of those. If you like the pod, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never have to miss an episode of Top 10 ever again. If you didn't like it, please tell us why. We'll try to make the show better. Our theme music was composed by Kevin McLeod, and our artwork was created by Aaron Sant. You can check out her stuff at Sant Design on Instagram. Alrighty, goons. We'll see you next week.